0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Why it is so important in these days we live in to redeem the time. And I feel like these days are days that we need to be on the move for Christ. We need to be doing everything we can to advance His kingdom, to get people saved, to contend for the faith, to defend God's Word that's always under attack through. The lies of evolution, the lies that it's alright for a man to marry a man and a woman to marry a woman, lies that it's alright to create these transhumanist monsters that they're trying to create, and even using um, human-animal hybrids to grow um, human organs with. Um, so We must be contending for the faith. We must be doing God's will. And uh, so I'm going to get to the news first and then um, talk a little bit more about how we can redeem the time. Um, So this week there's been a lot happening with North Korea. Um, as you probably know, just about, uh, everybody should know about that unless you, uh, uh, have a, you know, have been living under a rock pretty much. But, uh, the U S has sent an entire Navy armada over there. The, uh, USS Carl Vinson, uh, strike group. And, um, Sounded like China was going to help us. They said that they may take care of it with a nuclear strike. And also, China sent 150,000 troops to their uh, border of North Korea in case something went down. And um, Japan joined in with our uh, naval ships uh, with some of their naval ships to uh, help us and. Um, also South Korea is in on it. They are um, uh, training with uh, U.S. troops, as they do every year in the Foul Eagle exercise, um, training for possible attack on North Korea if the event ever arises. And, of course, yesterday, during during North Korea's Day of the Sun celebration, where they celebrate Kim Jong-un's father's birthday, they uh, launched another um, ballistic missile. And, uh, of course, every time they do it, it is always a flop. It's always an embarrassing failure because the U.S. carries out cyber attacks on them, which causes their missiles to not make it very far. So thank God for that. And uh, But the The really strange thing with all this buildup and all this tension and uh, it seemed like China was really uh, on our side in the whole situation. But now um, China and Russia have sent ships uh, after the U.S. aircraft carrier Carl Vinson to surveil the activities and uh, see what they do, see if they uh, end up attacking, um, because China and Russia prefer a peaceful diplomatic solution instead of, of a preemptive strike or a war. And uh, that is, that's the stance that they're taking. And, of course, the U.S. with Donald Trump, James Mattis, and all the other people in charge are leaning a lot more towards taking some some violent action towards the North Korean dictator. And uh, also another thing is that uh, I originally thought that, uh, that if we went to war with North Korea, that with the U.S. and the help of South Korea and Japan that we would just wipe them out; that there wouldn't be really too many casualties on on our side. But uh, after really researching a lot, it seems as if um, even if we, uh, of course, we would win the war, but there would be many casualties, um, even on the winning side, because Kim Jong Un has uh, plans to
2: kidnap um your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message South system three six zero two two zero one
1: if uh, the war broke out and keep them hold them hostage and also he has plans to um uh activate terror cells that are in the u s already strategically located in our country, who have access to chemical and biological weapons. So if a war broke out, these terrorists would be told to go ahead and take action and uh, kill people here in our country. And uh, of course, these uh, terrorist cells are very stealthy and covert And uh, there's nothing we would be able to do about it. And also, if this war were to break out, um, the capital of South Korea, Seoul, would be um, hugely devastated. And of course, there would be many casualties um, within uh, South Korean, Japanese, and U.S. troops. Um, So it wouldn't be... A cakewalk. Um, there's no doubt that we would win that war, but um, would it be worth it? I mean, it's definitely always better to carry out uh, diplomatic, peaceful political solutions. Um, so cooler heads hopefully will prevail, but we will just have to hope and pray and uh, keep on just uh, watching the situation and uh, see what happens, and hopefully it doesn't um, go from bad to worse. Uh, how's it going,
3: Dad? It's going good. Let me be the guy to uh, to uh, say that that uh, things can easily spiral out of control, and uh, of course I know you know that. But for the listening audience, it it has to be uh, contemplated that. That uh, now with Bannon gone and uh, some others uh, that have been removed, Flynn out of the cabinet, that uh, now we have more of a, a new world order uh, type of uh, people stepping up and doing the the uh, foreign uh, diplomacy and, you know, what's going on. And And we know that the whole Syrian attack was a false flag. I'm not really going to go into that. I'm going to save my breath. If you haven't figured that out, you know, look into it. You know, you don't handle bodies with no gloves on that have been hit with sarin. Uh, It's all alive, folks. And uh, to what end that Trump knew and was playing cards, I think he's four moves ahead of uh, most people on a lot of things. Um, So, you know, I'm just kind of patiently watching what's happening because I think they were all geared up and uh, licking their lips for uh, flesh uh, to kill, uh, you know, McCain and, and the whole bunch of them, the Clintons, all of them. And they we're so excited that they were going to get their appetite met with destruction. And he stopped them and said, Nope, that's it. It's all we're going to do. And so that's why I think that there's more of a game uh, of chess going on. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. Uh, I'm kind of uh, believing that, um, but you have to be ignorant to not see that this whole thing could spiral out of control because you're dealing with madmen. Like Kim Jong-un, uh, he's a demon. I don't think he's one, but he's probably a 1,000, if not 100,000. He's a legion of demons. He's fed his own family to hungry dogs. I mean, this guy is evil, evil on a stick, as uh, Josh Tolley says. So anyway, um, you know, we're kind of watching. Um, Pence just got back, so you knew there were going to be no bombs dropped. Uh, we understand that he launched another missile. Uh, we believe that they probably took that down in order that they don't have the, you know, the appeal to the people. Look how strong we are. You know, I think we cyber attacked it. We talked about that earlier um, amongst ourselves. So there's, there's a lot going on. It, it, it's a tender box. If you know what that is, it's a tender box, just the tiniest spark and it could go to flame. And uh, like our pastor said, you know, we're, we're going down. I, I, I hate to tell you, but uh we, we we looked for this little reprieve, but ultimately this country's going down. It's got debt. It's they're they're gonna meet, converge, the Congress again to try to make a budget. Uh they're out of money. There's no more money. They've printed money, uh helicopter loads of money, that doesn't work. Eventually uh things come back to roost. And so uh folks, you know, I guess it's time to it's time to evaluate where you put your trust. Because if it's in horses or carriages or anything of this earth, you're going to be greatly let down. Back to you. Amen. And, of course,
1: um, there's still much wisdom in preparations, storing up food, water, yeah. uh, guns, ammo, survival supplies, all that type of stuff. And, um, but ultimately, our hope is in Jesus Christ. Because even if we die, um, you know, they can kill the body, but they cannot kill the soul. And the Bible says, uh, do not fear him who uh, can only kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. But fear him who can throw both your body and your soul in hell. And mm-hmm. so we must fear him and uh, live righteously. So that we don't go to hell, and that's the number one thing. So uh, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about: is um, contending for the faith and living righteously. And uh, we got to make sure that uh, that we're not living like the rest of the world, so that we don't lose our testimony, so that somebody doesn't see us, um, you know, hanging out in a bar drinking or hanging out at some party, partying with a bunch of hooligans, or, you know, out and about doing something stupid, and say, oh, man, I saw that guy in church once, and now he's out here? Man, those those Christians are just all a bunch of hypocrites. And, uh, That's right. When you do that, when you live like that, you are misrepresenting um, your God. You are misrepresenting Jesus Christ, and he does not appreciate that, and uh, you are doing a disservice not only to yourself and to your own um, possible uh, salvation, but also to um, all Christians out there. You're making you're making us all look bad, and uh, that's uh, that's a big problem because there's been so many Christians that have been double-minded and lived with one foot in the world and one foot in the church, and they just go to church to feel good about themselves and to make themselves feel like they're saved because they're preached that they're so good and that they can live however they want and that they just got to come to church on Sunday and and say a little prayer and they're all good to go. And, um, And so the church has has lost its, its power for the most part, most of the church, um, because people are living in sin, people are lukewarm, people aren't truly contending for the faith, people aren't truly living for God and loving him with all of their heart. And, um, and these churches are preaching this fluffy, puffy, cotton candy gospel where maybe they only preach one verse in a whole sermon, um, or perhaps they don't even pick up the Bible or open the Bible at all during church, and uh, it's all about entertainment and um, just a feel-good message, and they don't get into the work. And um, like uh, this morning at church Uh, It's Resurrection Sunday, and, uh, uh, you know, the other churches that I've been to before throughout my life, um, most of them, um, I didn't learn anything. Some of them I learned, um, you know, a few things here and there, but um, like I said, most of them were just so basic that uh, I've never learned anything, and now the church we go to, it's so in-depth that uh, this morning I couldn't even uh, process all of it because it was so in-depth. And, uh, you know, that's uh, that doesn't happen very often for me, that, uh, that I get to listen to a message where there's so much scripture and it's so in-depth and it's all a bunch of, well, not all of it, but a lot of it is um, stuff that... Uh, That I haven't heard before, and it's just like, just amazing to uh, be able to learn from uh, a man of God that uh, truly loves the Lord and uh, uh, just teaches the Bible line upon line, precept upon precept, and uh, it's just super in depth.
2: Yeah. Amen. He's
3: a man of God and uh he's uh uh spent his life uh you know, following the Lamb and studying the Word, and then we're even learning uh, you know, about the uh the feast, which are really important because how they tie into um the crucifixion of Christ and the first fruits and uh uh you know, just all of it ties together in a way that it could no way tie together outside of the Lord, uh, our father, um, orchestrating it and having it play out. So yeah, it is amazing. And, and the deeper you go, the more you can learn. I don't think you can ever quit learning. I think that uh word of God will even be in heaven. Um, I think there's scripture for that. Am, am I right? Yeah, there is. Yeah. there is. And anyways, so, you know, a lot of people's understanding of the Lord is kind of a nursery rhyme, uh, version of it. And, uh, it's, it's not very captivating, you know, but when you really search out the deeper means and understand that there were giants in those days and, uh, that it wasn't the sons of Seth, <laughs> that, uh, you know, they saw the daughters of men were fair. They went into them and there were giants and you begin to understand, uh, the seed, um, that, uh, uh, God didn't just order men to kill every man, woman, and child because He's a, a God that wants to kill every man, woman, and child. But that was not of His seed, not not of the uh, uh, the DNA that that God uh, created us, and uh, that He was at war with that seed, that other seed. And you know, you can begin to get these complex uh, uh, understanding of who God is, and and it'll be richer and deeper for you folks. Read the Bible. Get a King James Bible. Throw away your uh you know, your New World Order translations like uh, NIV and, and, and these others. Um folks don't go out into a mission field with a butter knife. They they bring a sword, they bring a King James, you research it and find out why. Um but take it you don't have to take my word for it. Take it up before the Lord and, and start asking the Lord for discernment. Pray, pray that the Holy Spirit would guide you to uh, all truth and understanding like he's promised to do and uh, learn, learn that Christians uh, do need deliverance. Um, yeah, I would suggest that you learn that because the church isn't teaching that and uh, work at getting rid of some of the things that are in your own life as a believer. And if you don't believe that, then, then uh, that's fine. Continue struggling in all areas of your life that uh, that the oppressor is oppressing you on, or you can understand that uh, a third of Jesus's ministry was driving out the demons, and and if we're going to help other people, we got to get rid of ours. So uh, apologize that that ain't taught in the church, but it's still the truth. So, and we are in a war, folks. We're in a battle. Haven't you realized that we're in a battle? You see people, uh, men, women, and children dropping dead of every kind of sickness and disease, and. And affliction and uh, a a lot of this stuff, not all of it, but a lot of this stuff could be dealt with spiritually, learning how to bind and uh, proclaim the blood of Christ and uh, speak the scriptures over these things. Yeah, there's victory in Jesus, folks. There's power in the blood. And they said they'll overcome by the words of their testimony. Let's be overcomers. I don't know about you, but I'm not really willing to, to lay down and let the devil stomp me out. I was told that I was the head, not the tail. I was told that I would tread on these things and that uh, no pestilence shall come near my dwelling and that uh, Christ died to to bear all of these things on him um, before the the beginning of time. You know what I mean? Before certainly thousands of years before our life uh, and uh, we're not under the old covenant. We're under the new covenant. It was the blood of Christ. And uh, I think we just, uh, we need to uh, man up, man up, you know, Unless you want to be a sissified and go to a, a, a sissified kitty cat preaching church, you know, where you're told what you want to hear and you stay a baby the rest of your life. on, You can only take in milk, you know. Uh, maybe, maybe it's time to eat some meat and grow up. You know, now I'll stop before I get going because I'm, I'm sick of uh, the women being the strong uh, people. And uh, it's time that the men rise up and be men. And I'm not talking about, you know, who can lift the most weight, testosterone men. I'm talking spiritual men, men that'll pray. when they don't just say, hey, I'll pray for you. They'll stop and pray for you. Men that'll recognize that their families are lost and going to hell unless they take authority that was given to them from God. That they be be the spiritual leader that God intended them to be. And not let their their families become become a number in a book of uh, one more that was taken out by the enemy. Because they were too busy watching football and drinking beer. It pisses me off. It's time to grow up. So uh, anyways, I hope that encourages somebody to grow up. Uh, this isn't a thing, a, a mean thing I'm talking about. It's a, it's a loving thing. And, and yes, God is love, but he's a lot more than love. If you don't get right, you're going to go to hell. I know that's not preached in the church, but uh, uh, there ain't going to be sinners in heaven. Are you serious? You think that the, he's going to allow these people living like the world, living in sin in heaven? You think that grace means he doesn't see what you're doing? Give me a break. Grace is what transforms us and makes us saints and more like Christ. No, I'm not saying I'm without sin. Of course, we got to deal with sin. I might fall down seven times, but he'll pick me back up. And I'll get back up and keep going. Uh, but you can't live like the world and say you're a Christian. It, it ain't going to work. You can't. You can't go to bars and be drinking beer and rubbing elbows with all the sinners and saying you're a saint. It don't work. You can't chase women. You can't live together. You can't fornicate. You can't do drugs, be drunk and stoned out through the week and think that you're going to have a Bible study and that you're close to God. It don't work. So we're late in the game, and that's why I'm raising my voice a little bit and getting a little bit more intense because we're running out of time. And uh, I, I don't want to see you or your family become another number, a casualty. Get right with the Lord, and and time is running out. Get right with the Lord.
1: Amen. Amen. That is. And cool by the get, way, um...
3: and by the way, by the way, you might want to grow up. One of the things you might want to grow up on is that. Uh, uh, as for me and my house. We don't celebrate Estar, okay? We celebrate the resurrection, the victory, Resurrection Sunday. Drop the word Estar out of your vocabulary. You know, you got your children running around picking up eggs from the fertility god, and you wonder why you're not being blessed. Uh, uh, Decide who you're going to contend for. Jesus Christ, the risen Savior, or an Easter bunny with fertility eggs in a yard with candy, all having fun because this thing wasn't fun you think he had fun getting nailed to the cross for your sins this is a serious situation and uh, if you're going to contend for the faith you got to come out of babylon amen um in other news
1: um i just want to uh get through a few more um news topics here and then um get into the word a little bit um but apparently, there wow. has been a um, university uh the University of London who just um called out uh Tom Horn and Steve quayle as dangerous leaders of the transhumanist resistance wow. and, um there was an article about it um on uh or in humanity plus magazine and uh, you can find this on skywatch tv and it also talks about how um people are looking at transhumanism and life extension technology and these types of things in a positive way now the majority of people look at them in a positive light and uh, so you can see that people like us who are against trans- this satanic transhumanism And we're just thankful for the bodies that God gave us because we know that we have eternal life after we die. Um, We are becoming the bad guys and people that want to turn regular men into monsters are going to be the heroes. And um, uh, also, in other news, um, Hawaii prepares... It's uh, Barking Sands um, Nuclear Base as uh, uh, for the uh, North Korea uh, war that could be ramping up. So, um, can you distance yourself a little bit so that I can't hear myself in your phone? So now I'm going to get into. Uh, the word a little bit, and we're going to be in Ephesians chapter five, and it says, Be therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication, and all uncleanness, or covetousness, let it not be once named among you, as becometh saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving thanks. For this ye you know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. And there are many that will lie to you and tell you that you can do whatever you want and still make it to heaven. Be not ye therefore partakers with them, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the world. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Walking circumspectly means to be um, looking all around you in all directions, um, being aware of what's going on around you, being aware of uh, the needs of other people and not just yourself. And so you walk in... In wisdom, uh, of knowing the way that you need to walk, because you know um, you know wh- what to say to uh, to certain people, to in order to not cause them to stumble, uh, and um, you you're aware of the larger situation. I'll just put it that way. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. And that is what I want to focus on tonight. And there is a recurring theme that I've heard from many people. Um, I talked to Michael Boldia when we were in Texas and uh, talked about, um, or he talked about how um, this reprieve that we have been given from Donald Trump is dependent upon whether or not the church uh, gets on the move and uh, gets busy and uh, contends for the faith and spreads the gospel and does the right thing. Because if we just sit on our hind ends, then the darkness and the enemy will take back over the ground that we have gained. And so, um, the amount of time I believe that America has before we are judged and destroyed really depends on, um, how aggressively the church stands its ground and gains more ground. And, um, we can't just be lazy and sit around because we only have a certain amount of time, um, to preach the gospel, and to get more people saved before everything hits the fan. And it goes on to say, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So um, if you don't know what the will of the Lord is in your life, then you need to seek him and pray to him and ask him, Lord, what is your will for my life, what would you have me to do? Uh, What are the talents and gifts and uh, spiritual gifts and abilities that you've given me to be able to serve you with? And uh, Because if you just go out and try to serve the Lord in your own flesh, in your own strength, uh, doing something that God hasn't necessarily called you to do, that could be um, a dangerous thing. And um, but on the other hand, sometimes you just got to get out there and, uh, and try something to see if, uh, if it's for you, if it's uh, what God has uh, willed for you to do for him. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the Church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the Church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. So, all that to say, uh, we, we need to be on the move for Christ. We need to be doing whatever we can to serve him, serve others, and uh, get people saved because uh, we don't have much time. You know, we don't know if, if we have another year. Until um, the economy collapses and uh, America is destroyed by Russia and China. You know, we don't know if we have another five years, three years. You know, we just don't know. No man knows the day or the hour. So we just got to be um, doing his work until he comes back. Um, Jesus said that... uh, Blessed is he who, when he returns, uh, the Lord shall find him doing his work. But that evil servant who, when Jesus comes back, and he's not doing anything to serve the Lord, that guy's going to be in trouble. So we want to be found uh, serving God, doing his work, when he returns. And so... You know, if you're not serving God right now, then just start now and keep on doing it until He returns. So, uh, that's it for tonight's show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, as always, I'm going to end it out with a song.
0: God of Israel Come with your wisdom and power Clothed in your honor and strength Lord, hear the cry of our hearts Come, O conquering King
2: And every eye
0: You are Lord over all the earth. You are Lord over all the earth. You are Lord over all the earth. You are Lord. Until every ear has heard, until every knee bows, He alone is Lord over
2: all the earth. Hallelujah. Come on, give Him a shout of praise tonight.